This week, we have a special guest that is sure to inspire. Dr. Ann Huntington is an internal medicine physician with a passion for essential oils and their potential in traditional medical treatments. She discovered this interest through her patients' experiences, as well as those of a close family member. It was so powerful that she launched into teaching healthcare professionals about the benefits of integrating alternative therapies with traditional medicine. And this is something that is not often seen within our circles. Get ready to hear how Dr. Huntington took her personal interests and turned them into a business, transforming the way physicians think about integrating solutions when treating patients. So grab your cup of coffee or tea or even a glass of wine and join us on today's episode welcoming our extraordinary guest, the remarkable Dr. Ann Huntington. Welcome to Life, Love, and Leadership for Physicians podcast. Here, we explore the central topics of intentional life design, boundaries, health, wellness, and leadership for physicians. I am dedicated to helping you create meaningful structures in your life that support both professional and personal growth. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Rachel Miller. I've tackled some of the same issues that many of us in the medical field struggle with, such as creating meaningful connections, imposter syndrome, and having a life outside of the office. Join me each week as my guests and I tackle these topics and so much more, delivering content that shows you the importance of investing time into yourself beyond caring for those around you. Tap the follow button so you never miss an episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this next episode of Life, Love, and Leadership for Physicians. I'm so fortunate to have Dr. Ann Huntington here. She is a board-certified internal medicine physician, and she is the guru of essential oils. And I know, um, you know, a lot of our patients are using essential oils, and we aren't taught anything in a medical school or residency about them. And so I wanted to bring Dr. Huntington on today and talk about essential oils and what is it that we need to know. And also, more importantly, kind of the story behind the essential oils and what got you into the whole topic of it. So thank you for being here. And I'm so happy to have this conversation with you and deep dive into this topic and learn about your passion. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So I know you're an internal medicine physician, but, you know, introduce yourself and tell us where you are and what you're doing now. Wonderful. Well, thanks for the introduction. So I trained at large academic institutions over a decade ago, and then I, I started in a community, you know, large multi-specialty health system, and initially did outpatient internal medicine with some inpatient internal medicine every few months you know, did that for seven years. It was a great experience. But over time, I realized and, and realized very quickly, but increasingly so, that I couldn't fix everything with pharmaceuticals, with procedures. There were so many things that I wanted to help my patients with that I wasn't able to help them optimize their health. So I took a deep dive into lifestyle medicine. And many people know what that is. But for those that don't, it's really a focus on potentially helping control and even reverse chronic disease with whole food plant-based nutrition, regular exercise, adequate sleep, stress management, all of those things. 
And I really started helping my patients with that and was very successful. I did a lot of quality work at the time and, and led a big quality initiative as quality chair. And we continued along that journey. I didn't have a health coach at that time to help me in my practice. There were some things that I wish I had to be able to be more successful. And I would also, you know, have a lot of patients bring their, you know, kind of handfuls of supplements and ask me what they were and, you know, how they could help their health. And I didn't have any training in medical school and in residency about lifestyle medicine, about supplements, about integrative medicine. And I felt oftentimes at a loss to be able to give evidence-based opinion for my patients to help them. So it was increasingly difficult for me to feel like I could practice in a way that I felt like I was the most educated. So that's kind of the backdrop for where I was, you know, as a physician. After seven years, I recognized that my outpatient practice in the health system that I was in at that time was not allowing me to do what I really wanted to do to help my patients optimize their health. And for lifestyle reasons and for other reasons, I switched over to hospital medicine for the last four years. Timing is everything. So it was right before the pandemic that I switched over as a hospital's physician and had great experiences. I've done peer review. I've done credentialing and privileging. So a lot of medical staff leadership for those who know what that is. And then I actually led my large team of hospitalists, over 50 physicians at two tertiary care hospitals through the pandemic. So I took over right before the Delta wave hit and we were in crisis standards of care. It was a very interesting time to be a leader in medicine, especially in hospital medicine. And we can certainly talk more about that if you're interested, although that's not why we're here today. But that was kind of my journey through my career and, uh, you know, kind of with uh, different things involved, but I've been very involved in leadership during that time. Awesome. So how did you go from learning and being more curious about, you know, the supplements and what patients were taking and these oils to, you know what, I'm going to actually do something about it. I'm going to have this course and this program. Like, how did that process evolve for you? Yeah, great question. So I remember years ago when I was still in my outpatient practice, I had a patient come in and she told me she was using essential oils for, can't remember what ailment it was. And I remember sitting there in the exam room across from her kind of thinking in my head, I have no idea, you know, these are snake oil. I don't know what these are. And I just told her honestly, and was trying to be supportive. You know, I don't know much about these. I know they may cause skin irritation. Uh, I don't know what they do, how they work. And I really couldn't help answer her questions. And I was trying not to be, you know, judgmental. I was trying to be supportive, but we kind of left the conversation, that part of the conversation there. And not too long after that, you know, I was trying to, you know, still be open-minded and and for whatever reason, my kids had a cough and congestion. You know, they were all kind of in that same phase. And I knew that it was self-limited and very mild. But I also, you know, knew that it could be a few days that were rough and little sleep and all of those things. So for whatever reason, I reached out to someone I knew that used essential oils and asked her if that could help. And she said, yeah, I think I can probably help you. So she sent me home with a diffuser, which is a water reservoir that can diffuse or vaporize essential oils, sent me home with a few samples, taught me how to use it. And I decided to try it out. I tried it out on myself. And then I tried it out in my kid's bedroom as they were going to sleep, you know, with some water with a few drops of each of those essential oils, which potentially could help. And I, you know, kind of hung outside in the hallway to kind of see, you know, if anything would happen, I didn't expect anything. And as they started to diffuse, I noticed that their coughing subsided, their congestion subsided, they were much more comfortable. And I saw it happen in real time in a few minutes. 
and they went to sleep, you know, they were better in the morning, whatever. Not to say that that's always going to work. That was my end of one, my experience of one. But it showed me in that moment that these were biologically active and they actually did something far beyond what I expected. And so I started taking a deep dive into what these were and how they worked and were they safe? You know, did they consistently work? And just really over a period of several years, started learning, researching on my own. I discovered the industry, the sales industry, which was very eye-opening. And we could talk more about that. But I, I learned, you know, the direct sales component and it was not authentic to me. It was not what was unique to me, but I loved the education piece of it. And I realized that these worked over and over again if used properly and if used in the right manner. And I felt like I really needed to educate people from my perspective, from a physician's perspective on that. So that was kind of the journey that I took through that of experiencing it for myself, researching a ton, experiencing kind of the sales industry aspect of it, but then really stepping back from that and really focusing on educating. And I eventually came to the desire to educate my physician colleagues because they were hearing it from their patients all the time and they weren't trained in this either. And I wanted to make it much easier for them than my journey was for me because it took me so long to learn all of this, if it makes sense. Oh, no, that absolutely makes sense. So it sounds like with all of this research that you've done and all of this extra stuff outside of, you know, our normal job activities, it seems very time consuming. And with, you know, all of the talk about burnout and all of the things that are put on our plates, how did you find the time and the energy and the motivation to do all of this research and to going through articles and all of the things that you were doing? Where did you find the time and energy to do all of this? That's a great question. So it's all, of course, been on my own time outside of work. Before the pandemic and before I stepped into leadership, you know, I would do it a lot on my free time and, and just kind of learn and experience and research. And then when I was a leader during that really tough time in the pandemic, I really kind of took time off and, and I really just had to focus on keeping my team safe and, you know, taking care of our community and the hospital. So that was a little bit of a break. But then after that, I took a deep dive into uh, researching, you know, hundreds of, of research articles. There are over 22,000 research publications on essential oils, which is mind blowing for folks who've even never heard of essential oils, because it's just, there's so much out there. There aren't nearly as many clinical trials, but I really wanted to find the research that would explain the ways that I had been taught to use essential oils and that I had been really, you know, found success in them. So yes, in the last, you know, five, six months, I have spent a long time pulling everything I knew together to create this course for physicians to really make sure that I honored what research was out there and found the best of it and uh, that I could share it with my colleagues. So it has been eating, sleeping, you know, all of this. I've been doing a lot of research, probably more research on publications than I have done in a short period of time, probably throughout my career. It's been fun. Yeah. So, you know, I know my limited knowledge of the oils that are out there, you know, from a consumer standpoint, you can do a lot of mixing, you know, you could just have one particular oil, and then you can mix several different oils, and the combinations do different things. And it seems like there's probably an element to creativity that you're kind of exploring in your research and things like that. Would you say that that would be the case for you? Yeah, I think so. It's been really fun to to use kind of more senses than what I typically do in medicine, where you yeah. use the sense of smell, yeah, yeah. the sense of taste, 
and of touch and then and all of that and bring the science in and bring my knowledge in there's some intuitive components as to you know certain people favor certain essential Mm -hmm. oils because of the aroma or because of how they feel when they use them so that is fun and it's fun to know the chemistry and use my knowledge of the chemistry to kind of mix and match like you said to get the benefits that I want to get so I agree it kind of fuels my creative side a little bit to learn more about them And I talk a lot about the activation of that right side of the brain and using your creativity. And the more you use that right side of the brain, it really does help with overall well-being and can almost be a like an antidepressant or a mood lifter the more you're using that right side of the brain. Because as clinicians, we're so often using that left side of the brain and that right side of the brain is just really oftentimes dormant. So it sounds like that really has had a really good impact on you. What have you been surprised about in this whole journey of of this deep dive into essential oils and its impact on patients? It's a great question. I have been surprised at how much I've enjoyed this process. It, of course, has been stressful to kind of build the best course I could, pull all the research together, you know, do so much work and uh, share the message. But it's been really fun. And part of the reason I say it's fun is because, like you said, I've been able to create And that creative process has been much more enjoyable than I thought it would be just to kind of, you know, make my own decisions about, you know, what needs to be shared and all of that. So that's been really fun. It's also been really fun to see how many physicians around the country have reached out to me. They've seen what I've done and they've said, I want to learn more. Or they've said, I've used essential oils, but I want to grow in my knowledge. And then some of the physicians have said, oh, I've used these for seven years, or I use these in my practice already. And it's just been fun to see how many docs are are open to this, who are already using them personally with their patients, who are already a little bit knowledgeable, but they want to learn more about the safety and more about how to get the best therapeutic benefits. So I think those are some of the most fun, you know, parts of that and, and most surprising. I will say before I started the journey educating my physician colleagues, When I discovered, you know, kind of the sales industry, I was surprised at what people were using from a natural standpoint to get results. I didn't have a complete understanding of that until I took that deeper dive. And I was really surprised at at what people were using. I was also surprised at how many folks were frustrated with physicians and where there was such a gap in communication and understanding, where we're all really trying to do the same thing and trying to help each other with our knowledge but sometimes we are labeled as one way when really our intent is to do something much better, more altruistic. So I think that has been a surprise, but also part of my mission to help bridge that gap to help us say, hey, we all want the same thing. We want to be healthier. We want to optimize our health. We want to be happier. Let's work together instead of at odds with each other. Awesome. So can you talk a little bit about your course that you offer? What is it about? And what sort of modules are in it? Like what do people learn when they join the course? So I have a CME, continuing education course for physicians, pharmacists, and dentists. It's virtual. It is four weeks at least, although for busy physicians, it'll take longer probably. It's kind of go at your own pace, a really self-paced course. There are, I think, 26 modules that have CME, which is fantastic. So a lot of content. I focus on the industry and, you know, kind of where the pitfalls in quality are, because I would say most essential oils on the market are really snake oil. They're really being used in our personal care products and in our shampoos and in other things for more of the fragrance, 
rather than the therapeutic benefit. And you're really not getting good high quality essential oils that have the right chemistry and the right potency and the right purity to be safe and to be effective. So that's an important thing that we educate on is that quality and how to find the right things. Because, you know, for example, if I'm going to prescribe a medication and it's say 10 milligrams, I expect it to be about 10 milligrams and I expect that to work. With essential oils, you may, you know, have a factor of 10 or 20 or 30 less than what nature says you should have it. And so many of these essential oils are really not giving the therapeutic value and not doing anything because they don't have the chemistry there. We're also talking about some of the most common essential oils. So lavender has over a thousand research studies on it. Peppermint, lemon has over 1500 studies. Some of these really significant and important essential oils, we talk about their safety and do the deepest dive into safety that I've ever seen. We talk about the research in human clinical trials, you know, randomized placebo-controlled double-blinded trials, and all of those. There's some systematic reviews, meta-analyses. I kind of pull all that together. And then I talk about how our patients are using these, some of the ways that I would recommend and maybe some ways I may not recommend. You know, I bring that practical aspect in it. We talk about dilution for different populations. We talk about pregnancy and lactation and essential oils, epilepsy, you know, kind of all these scenarios where you'd want to be cautious. It's really fun, in my opinion. So it's a lot of information and teaches a really broad and deep knowledge base on how to get started, how to use these safely, and how to educate your patients. Yeah. What's your favorite oil or combination that you use at your house? Uh, Great question. There's so many. It depends on what I'm using them for. (laughs) So I would say I love bergamot or bergamot, as some people say which is a citrus oil that has really calming benefits. It smells fantastic. You don't want to put it on sun-exposed skin and go out in the sun because it increases the risk of a chemical burn. But inside, it is a fantastic oil. I like the wood oils. I don't know if you've heard of you know some of the spruce and some of those, they can be very calming and have different benefits. I have the favorites that I use for respiratory benefits, for gastrointestinal benefits, for mental health benefits, especially with my kids as I'm getting teenagers. And some moody teenagers, I will just share, and I'm trying not to share too many anecdotes because I want to be cautious with that, but I have seen some really profound benefits from these and even some potentially, I'm cautious about saying life-saving, but some potentially really powerful benefits from these if used properly. And that's why I'm sharing with others. You know, there's ones for so many different scenarios, but I love peppermint a lot because it helps as I'm trying to focus and kind of with alertness and good breath freshening and so has some gastrointestinal benefits. So I use that one quite a bit. So many. (laughs) Yeah, I would say so peppermint is for alertness. Okay, so I'm gonna have to go get some peppermint and I'm trying to cut out my coffee and my caffeine and the sugar intake in the morning. So I may have to uh, get some peppermint and and use some peppermint in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, diffusing that with some orange or, you know, some citrus. That's a fun combination to kind of diffuse into the air. I would say rosemary is one that I use a lot and frankincense. Uh Some of those have some good antioxidant benefits and also potentially some cognitive benefits. So there's some fun research, but I'm cautious to share it publicly because they're not FDA approved, you know, to treat or cure or prevent disease. So really we're, we're talking about, you know, what does the research show and how can we safely use these in a controlled environment and really educate our patients because we want to make sure that they're not using them inappropriately or, you know, thinking that they can treat a certain condition, uh, especially a life-threatening condition or emergent condition with these when they're not studied as such. So, yeah. 
I'm curious on, since you've gained all of this knowledge and you're sharing this knowledge in the form of a course, and I don't know of any other physician who is as knowledgeable in this topic as you are, what do you see is kind of that next step for you in this whole topic and realm of essential oils? I have had multiple docs reach out to me and want to learn more beyond the course. The course is based for physicians of many specialties. So right now I have docs from over 10 specialties taking the course and I designed it as such to be really applicable to everybody. And then there are docs that want me to help them bring that into their practice for their specific specialty. And so some higher level, more advanced work. And so I'm creating, you know, consulting opportunities for those folks. And then I've even had docs want me to create something for their staff. You know, they really want their staff to know, but their staff are not physicians. And so I have to create something a little bit different for them to be able to, you know, know how to help educate the patients. So those are kind of my next areas of focus. And and a lot of it's driven by the demand by, you know, docs around the country saying, hey, can you, you know, help me expand my knowledge even further? And that's been exciting. So if any of our listeners are interested in, you know, purchasing the course or learning more information about you or what you offer, where can they find you? Yeah, my company is Give More Naturally, and the website is www.givemorenaturally.com. And for the course, it's backslash course, where you can find it through there. It's currently open for enrollment, and there's kind of a pre-sale price going on right now. So yeah, if any physician, pharmacist, or dentist are interested in joining the course, please do. You can also reach out to me via email, support at givemorenaturally.com if you have more questions. And then find me on Facebook. I'm kind of rebuilding my Instagram, so also on LinkedIn as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. And one last question. This is a fun question for you. So this is not pre-planned. So I'm curious, if you could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) That is a tricky question. There are so many folks that I look up to. I'm just going to say who comes to the top of my mind, and I would say Abraham Lincoln, because when you're trying to do something that's never been done before, you really have to have a lot of courage and have to have a lot of conviction in what you're doing. And anyway, not knowing the question beforehand, that just <laughs> is what pops in my mind because I respect you know, what he did to make the world a better place, despite all the odds and despite you know, kind of just all the setbacks and, and concerns that that were had at the time. So absolutely. I don't know. I'll probably think of somebody later, but yeah, <laughs> that's what popped in my mind. That's a great question. That's a fun one. I love knowing, you know, the first thing that pops into people's minds. So thank you for participating and sharing, you know, the first thing that came to mind. So thank you for <laughs> this conversation. And I am excited for people to continue to learn more about you and what you offer. I think a lot of people are, you know, not just patients, but I think as physicians, a lot of physicians are using oils. You know, I have used them. And so it's really good to have a physician's perspective and someone who's really gone through the process to learn all of the evidence-based information about it, because you talked about the commercialization of it. There's a lot of stuff out there. So thank you for what you're doing to help our patients and the fellow physicians. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was a great conversation. Yes, and you're so welcome. And thank you all listeners for listening. And until next week, we'll see you later. Thanks for tuning in to this Life, Love, and Leadership for Physicians episode. Did you have an aha moment? I'd love it if you shared it with me on Instagram at Miller MD. That's Miller MD. 
If you love the show and want to hear more, follow the podcast and give me a rating and a review. If there's a specific topic you'd like for me to cover or a guest you'd like for me to have on the show, please let me know. I love your suggestions.